0: Every player has a ritual of luck, a thing or series of things that they do to invoke favorable circumstances, but in reality, it's just to calm their nerves and it puts them in a mindset of success. Some players wear the same socks. Some players have a lucky shirt. Some players leave it all up to chance. Well, regardless if you believe in bad luck or not, there are definitely things a player can do to remain unlucky. And here, our game on 13 tips for unlucky players. (laughs) Now, I'm hoping none of these, excuse me. Oh, I'm sure one or two of these will strike a chord with you guys. I'm hoping that you don't hit all 13. (laughs) If so, Play back the show, take good notes, but um, Here we go And this is in no particular order You know, one isn't more, some are very Grievous and the other ones You know, not so much, but I think You'll be able to find some uh, Some worthwhile knowledge Out of these 13 Number 13 um, They don't consider themselves a player So the tip is Consider yourself a player. Consider yourself a person who's worthy of knowing, who's uh, do all the respect in the world, who is um, lined up for success. You can call it law of attraction. You can call it vibration. You can call it um, positive mental attitude, whatever you want to call it. That's fine. But a mistake people make, they don't see themselves as a player. They look around a the room, they go to a party, a coffee shop, etc, and they see people that they feel like, "Oh man, that guy he could talk to anybody in here. he's probably got a you know the fastest car, the biggest house, the the most beautiful spouse, etc. But you need to see that that person is no different than you. They're made up of flesh and blood and you know heart and bone and everything just like you are. So see yourself as being just as much of a player as that person is. Number 12, they do not learn. So always be learning is our 12th tip for unlucky players. Some people wall their minds off. You know, they get to a certain age or a certain level of uh education and academics, and they feel like, boom, I'm done, you know. I've handled it, and and that's just where they, uh, you know, they feel like they've reached a certain point, and they stop learning, and that's a tremendous mistake. Always be learning learning until you're in the grave. Um, it's just the, having a mind that is open to absorb new things means not only that you're learning, you know, book information, but that you're learning more about people. You go into a party, you walk out, more enriched than when you walked in, and that puts you in an environment and you give off a a uh, you give off an, an attitude or an air that you're inviting that you are comfortable and you'll be surprised how many people want to join with you in that environment and talk and learn and, and listen and then you then evolve from that experience number eleven they don't stand up for themselves. So the tip is stand up for yourself. Um, and this goes back a little bit to our previous shows about nice guys and, and simps. Um, they let themselves be ran over. Uh, they let themselves uh, be talked over, ignored. Uh, decisions get made without their input. And so they literally turn invisible. They just get absorbed into the background. And that is a huge mistake. And that will make you a definite unlucky player. Standing up for yourself is not, you know, being a bully or being overly aggressive, but it's speaking your piece. It's raising your hand. It's saying, hey, I'd like to, you know, input on this or, hey, I've got an idea about this. Or, well, you may want to ask me about that before we make that decision because I, you know, am in charge of that or I have that Im- impacts me, that affects me, et cetera. The 10th tip we have for unlucky players, as we discussed the ritual of luck and, you know, Friday the 13th and bad luck, etc. Um, state what you want, because an unlucky tip is to not state what you want. And this goes back to standing up for what you want. Um, you know, people are not mind readers, and it's a very, very sinister trap to feel ignored by people who don't do what you feel you want them to do, but you never tell them what you want them to do or ask them. Um, you expect people to know that you've been ignored or walked over or um, sideswiped or whatever it is that you feel, whatever negative feeling you have, you, al- you almost expect um, that people are able to ascertain how you feel about things. But you're not telling them. So open your mouth and speak up. Our ninth tip for unlucky players do not have, <laughs> I laugh when I type this up, do not have a weak ass handshake. If you're gonna shake somebody's hand, make sure it's firm, uh, shake from the elbow. You can lean in just a little bit and, you know, let them know that you are there. That's the purpose. A handshake, in addition to, you know, the origin of it, like you're showing somebody you bear no weapons or arms or ill will, a handshake is also um, welcoming. It's also inviting, but it also lets them know who you are. And a firm handshake tells people that you are a presence. You are a person to know, to deal with, to interact with. You are a player in the game. Our seventh tip for unlucky players, uh, I'm sorry, eighth, I apologize, I jumped one. They don't make eye contact. So the tip is, look somebody dead in the eye when you talk to them. If you're a little, and this is an art form, you have to like practice this because, you know, if you stare, <laughs> if you stare too long, you can creep somebody the hell out. Um, you don't want to go that route. You want to, you know, have kind of a, a, and I keep using the phrase welcoming or the word welcoming, but that's just, you know, that's just the, the best way to put it. You want to give somebody a look that says welcome, but also that you're paying attention to what they're saying. And I think that's key because in a lot of conversations, people are just waiting for the chance to talk. Um, and you don't want to do that. That's that's a terrible thing to do. You want to let someone know that you are engaged in the conversation, that you are part of the conversation, and that their role in communicating with you is important. You don't want to have um a staring contest. You don't want to scare the shit out of somebody by like you know, like that that I'm gonna murder you non-blinking stare. Um, but just relax, make it casual and natural. And if you need to practice it a little bit um, stare right above their eyes. Like look at their eyebrows and that'll make it a little bit easier for you to focus. Practice with friends. Like, Hey, I need to practice looking people in the eyes. Can I practice with you? I mean, I know it sounds weird, but they're friends. They'll understand. And, um, you know, but just ease into it. Don't, don't make it a thing. Don't make it like intense, but after a while you'll be surprised how easy it is to look people in the eye. And, Looking people in the eye when they talk, especially coupled with, like, an actual handshake, sets you apart from a horde of people. Because so many people are, are weak in how they communicate. They don't shake hands right. They just wait to talk. They don't look people in the eye. You know, when you find those qualities in somebody, when you meet them, they look you in the eye, they shake your hand. It's like, oh, shit, this is a different creature. And it's impressive. Number seven on our uh, our 13 tips for unlucky players, Um, to stay unlucky, lack empathy in your day-to-day interactions with people. To get lucky, to be a better player, develop empathy. And what's empathy? So there's lots of ways to define it. I put it very simply, it is imagining yourself in someone else's situation even though you are not in that situation yourself, so um, case in point, somebody you know looks upset, and you say, "Hey, what's going on?" And they say, "Well, I just uh, I got a bag. I got a <laughs> my allergies are flared up. So you're gonna I may hit a word or two wrong. They may say I have a bad um, you know prognosis from the from the doctor, or I had a bad meeting, or something." And it's very easy to take their situation and flip it back about you, even though you mean to, like, connect with them. But it may come off like this. Oh, wow, that's that's bad, man. Yeah, I remember I was at the doctor once, and he said or she said this or a bad meeting. Oh, don't worry about it, you know, because I had a bad meeting the other day. And you make it about yourself. And you mean well. But this person just heard you totally step over how they feel. That, that's not empathy. Empathy is in your head, you, you play out very quickly, like what it would be like to be in their shoes, what they must be feeling. And then you tell them, you know, wow, that's, that's terrible. That's bad news. Um, I'm here to listen. I, you know, tell me how you feel. Talk to me. And that is, you know, empathy. And then you can you can take that empathy and perform actions with it. So, you know, let's say you bump into somebody at a, a bar or a coffee shop, and they're having a bad day. And you know you you know something that they like. So you say, hey, I'll be right back. And you go up and you come back with their favorite coffee or favorite drink, and say, hey, you know what? It's probably all I can do besides listen. And uh, but I just want to let you know that I hear what you're going through. And, and you know, and here's something hopefully that will brighten your day for a couple of seconds. That's empathy. And that speaks volume to people. Um, and it, it touches hearts. And I think that's a very, very important trait if you're going to call yourself a player. Um, a tip to make you a lucky player, and this makes you just a better human being, is be kind when it doesn't serve you. And I've worked in, in spots where, you know, there were cats that took care of people who were directly above them, supervisors and bosses who could give them a raise or extra time off or whatever. And they did nice things for them like, oh, I'll, uh, you know, I, I saw my boss out there struggling with a with a flat and I helped change it or, or you know, I helped him carry something in or I helped her carry something. In. But they they do it to self um they do it for their own their own good they don't do it out of good so be kind to people who can't do jack shit for you uh people who may be you know below you in the org chart at work people who you may never see again um just like you know be kind where you can if you see a stranger struggling to carry something and you know it's a safe situation not like Oh, it's in the middle of the night in the woods and this looks like a damn trap. But, you know, they're at the store and they're carrying a lot of stuff and, and you feel like you can, like you won't scare the shit out of them. Say, hey, man, you good? Or like, lady, you need help with that or something? You'd be surprised how much that might mean to somebody. They could be going through a a terrible, terrible day and you offering them kindness or holding the door open for a stranger who's walking in behind you or um, you know, taking it to that next level, paying, paying it forward. You know, Hey, the person behind me, here's 10 bucks on their drink or, you know, that table over there, here's 10 bucks on their meal. Just, and you walk away, you're not going to take a picture of you feeding a homeless person. You're not gonna, um, you know, you're not going to put this on Instagram or or Twitter or, or Facebook or anything. You're just doing it because it's kind. And then you walk away that man, that, that boom, that puts you in like MVP status right there. Now I'm a big believer in karma and energy, and I believe that when you do kindness for kindness kindness sake, I told you guys I can't talk today. When you do kindness for kindness sake, kindness sakes, um, God, maybe it's like allergy medicine. It will come back for you. It will come back to you, and so just keep that in mind. And I, I'm living proof. I can tell you countless times when. You know, I've done kind things for strangers, and then when I needed strangers' help or I needed help, people came out of nowhere and did things that were miraculous for me and and didn't need a damn thing and didn't want a damn thing. And that was just, you know, beyond touching. Um, <laughs> number five on our uh, 13 tips list, um, unlucky players act like punk asses. <laughs> So to not be an unlucky player Don't act like a punk ass And what do I mean by punk ass um, Look we all have times when we get whiny When we feel like our feelings are hurt Or we're upset And we say things or lash out in ways that sound Like we are whiny and upset And and punk ass When you're having a punk ass moment when you're just like, nobody likes me. She's ignoring me. He doesn't care about me. When you're and you make that that voice in your head, don't say anything. Don't um react. Um if you can't keep it in, have a buddy that you can have punk ass moments with. You know, just whiny, baby, needy um moments. We can just say like, I can't believe I'm at this party and nobody's talked to me. I mean, you know <laughs> Yes I have them do. Um but don't don't throw that out there on front street. Don't let that side of you come out um, in front of everybody. if it's legitimate, um, you can say something constructively, but you don't want to be um, you don't want to be a punk ass and, and punk ass, whiny, soft, um, vengeful, snotty, snarky. those are traits that let you know you' you're in a, a punk ass state of mind. Number four, being impatient is a horrible um, trait to exhibit if you want to be a lucky player if you want to stay unlucky go for it be impatient as hell impatient people are just wow off the chart rude um, terse um, you know snippy short tempered these are all. These are all you know adjectives you don't want, and they can't wait, and nothing moves fast enough, and they're irritable by people who move slower or need more time to think or and situations aren't uh evolving at the rate that they want now there's one thing to be driven, and I want things kind of you know move at a certain pace, but don't be impatient and impatient people you could tell because they're impatient about everything it's not just a big project that they're excited about and positive about but they're negative about it they're they're pissed off about the speed they're pissed off about um you know the line and in, in the the lunch line they're pissed off about how long it takes to get to a place I mean you just tell they're always impatient and so you don't do that and here's a here's a little trick from me to you um if you ever want to practice patience I mean it's almost like a muscle like the more you practice it, the more you use it, the stronger it gets. Find the longest line at the store and get it, you know, safely socially distance yourself, but get in a long line on purpose and breathe and breathe. And and you keep doing this and you'll get used to situations when, you know, a cash register breaks down or there's a long line or the store is hot or there's traffic, you'll develop a sense of patience. And then just tell yourself, why am I in such a rush? You know, like me having a a stroke because I'm in a bad mood because this is taking an extra 20 minutes, what good is that going to do? Me throwing a little hissy fit tip retention, that's not going to be good. That's not what a player does. So now on the flip side, our uh, next tip is you can be indecisive also too patient and so you just let everything unfold in its own sweet time sometimes projects and people and things need a kick in the ass i call that decisiveness um but you can be too maybe too patient isn't the right way to say it but you can be indecisive and just like well Let's just see what happens or let's just let it run its course. And sometimes you can do that. But a lot of times in life, that evolution, the leveling up of a player is based off of the ability to make a decision and to move, you know, the, the ball's going out of bound, die for it, slap it back in Uh three seconds on the clock, take the shot. See what happens. I mean, decision is key and you have to be able to make decisions and, you know, now, a risk is when you make a decision with no information. Um, a calculated risk is, well, there's a chance this might not work, but I ran through all the options. I've looked at the data, and I think this will work or pan out. Second on our list of uh, Game On's 13 tips for unlucky players, don't be afraid to say, I don't know. That's huge. Because a lot of people don't like to say, I don't know. Because they feel, <clears throat> excuse me, that saying, I don't know is akin to, uh, weakness, right? To like saying, uh, I'm stupid, I'm ignorant, I should know this, but I don't. They believe that saying, I don't know is embarrassing. In reality, especially when you get very grounded in who and what you are, who the fuck cares? I don't know. There's lots of shit I don't know. I'll give you a long list of stuff that Jackson doesn't know. But there's a lot of stuff I do know. And for me, that allows me to enter into a situation, learn. You know, I feel like in order to learn, I have to be able to acknowledge I don't know something. I'm very comfortable saying I don't know something. And then I learn. And then the next time I encounter this environment or this problem or this topic, I'll be more knowledgeable than I was before. The problem with saying, I don't know, is that people stop at I don't know. Like, I don't know. So that's just the end of it. No, if you don't know, that's fine. But go find out. Go learn something. Go learn things. And when people are too embarrassed to say, I don't know, they're coming from a... A place of insecurity and they can give answers that are way wrong or they look arrogant because they try and cover it up with bullshit or they try and talk about the things that they do know or they try and make that they don't know something almost like insignificant like well I didn't know that but it's not that important that I don't know it's important in the right situation so just motherfucker just admit it you don't know it now go learn about it Um, saying I don't know is not weak. It's honest. It's refreshing. And it gives you a chance to grow because now you have an area, a vacuum in which to fill. Um, Covering up that you don't know something is ultimately just an act born from insecurity and arrogance. And that's not you. And number one on Game On's 13 tips for unlucky players and things to do to be luckier. Comparing yourself to others. That is a surefire way to be unlucky. So how do you be a luckier player? Does that mean you do not compare yourself to others? You can still compare yourself to others, but it's how you do it. You can learn from others by comparison so for example some people uh will look at somebody who's doing better than them and be like oh man i'm a piece of shit i ain't never gonna get anywhere you know my game is weak look at so and so look at what they do and this and the other or some people look at someone quote-unquote beneath them and it's like hey, I'm, I'm doing so much better than that loser you know look at that fucking janitor over there or, or whatever and or a school teacher or a stupid you know i'm driving this i'm i'm living like that both ways are so terribly wrong when you look at when you judge yourself by one side of the scale you can become overinflated or inflated which i feel like is the same as overinflated we look at another side of the scale you can feel deflated or uh lesser than the key is to look at a situation, compare yourself to people and learn from the gaps in between. So for example, like when, you know, back in college, I would run with people who were much faster than I was, which was a lot of people hated running. Um, Or they had better endurance than I did, which was a lot of people (laughs) hated running. When I lifted weights, I lifted with people who were, Easily, twice my strength, um, who had, you know, literally taken bodybuilding and weightlifting um, to a whole nother level. I did that. Why? Because I wanted to feel insecure? No, but because that's how I learned. I compared myself to them and I filled in that gap with experience and knowledge and training. And most of it I got from people who I was working out with. On the flip side, I've had people say, hey, you know, Jackson, I like how you did X or Y or Z. Can I sit with you and see how you did it? And I gladly sat and I mentored, if you want to call it that, or I taught by example. And I always made sure that they knew they could come back to me if they needed to. That is how you make sure that you compare yourself to others, but learn from the gap. And even people who quote-unquote thought they were beneath me still taught me tons of things because nobody's beneath anybody. Nobody's above anybody. We're all here on the same level playing the same game. So, folks, those are the Game On 13 tips for unlucky players. And as always, um, keep it sexy and Game On.